Hello and welcome back to His Call My Purpose. I am adding a separate attachment for this podcast, which is in reference to wellness because I did a previous one last week and I attached it to um, another previous podcast trying to do a series and I don't think anyone heard it. So I'm kind of fearful of attaching or doing series because I can't see if the podcast went out or if you saw it. So please forgive me. Um, But this morning, this morning is a wellness check. This morning is a self-care check-in. During this time of, I'm just going to be honest, chaos and confusion, fear, uncertainty, no matter what spectrum of life you're on, no matter what position you're on, I believe everybody is being affected. I believe everybody is being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? On a roller coaster ride. Um, there's some, 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 some fun parts and then there's some scary parts and then there's some laughter and then there's some frustration and we call this journey life. <laughs> and I laugh because it's, it's, there are things that we have control over and there are things that we don't have control over. But today I would like to encourage you with the simple words. There is nothing, absolutely nothing, nothing you can do, nothing you can say, nothing you can add, nothing you can take away from your day, from your life, from your surroundings that God does not know, does that, that God did not know of before it happened, that God does not know the outcome that will happen because of that choice, of that movement, of that thought, of that action, about that behavior. Nothing, absolutely nothing takes God by surprise. God knows every intricate part of you and who you are. I am not here to talk about anybody else. I'm not here to influence anyone else. I think when we talk about wellness, when we talk about reflection, we need to start with ourselves. We need to start at home. We need to look at who we are, how we operate, how we function, and start with ourselves. What do they say? Charity begins at home. I think that's the old saying. That is not a scripture. That is an old saying. Um, so look at your life right now. Look at your situation right now. Look at your circumstances right now. Look at your fears, your doubts, your anxieties, your uh, goals, your objectives, your everything that and see where you are. Are you anxious? Are you, you know, and again, I, I really don't like to use the word anxious. Um, what emotion are you feeling right now? What emotion were you feeling prior to listening to this podcast? And then ask yourself, where did that come from? What's the source of that emotion? What's the source of that feeling? And is that force or source positive? Or is it negative? Do I have control over it or not? Because a lot of things we try to take control over things that we have no control of. Why do we try to force things 
to happen in our lives, to happen in other people's lives, to happen in our family's lives, to happen in our jobs, when we truly have no control over that thing, issue, person, feeling, emotion, what we have control over is what happens to us or what we allow ourselves to say or do or move into. I think I would advise us in this season, if you took a look every day at yourself and where you were and looking at where you want to be, I think if you focused more on you instead of on others, the world would be a better place. And I don't mean to come to become self Focus and self, you know, it's all about me. Um, you, you know, we can't do something unless I'm first. We can't, I can't be a part of something unless it's about me. That's not what I'm saying. When I say take a look at yourself first, okay, let me give you an example. I forget my days. It's really funny. I think some people, when COVID first happened, they were forgetting what days and what's, you know, what was happening. We are what, six, seven months in, and now I'm starting to forget what day is. So I don't remember what day of the week it was. But let's just say early in the week, I got to work and I I was I was almost in tears because everything I was trying to do was upsetting me. Everything was making me angry. It was like I would move forward and it was just I was getting roadblocks. And when I was moving forward or getting roadblocks, it wasn't because of something that I had done. I was trying to correct something that had been done by someone else. And I don't think in that situation I was getting, I didn't feel that I was getting the support from higher management. I didn't feel like I was getting the communication or I wasn't being heard with the, um, with the other staff that I was trying to get this information across to. I mean, it was just, it was just frustrating. I was just totally frustrated. And then I was like, I was done. I was just like, no one's hearing me. No, you know, and I did complain. And when I complain, the higher management turned around and was like, so why are you upset? I was like, because a job wasn't done. We're about to get audited. Um, the resource is not there. The communication's not there. The follow-up's not there. I am, I may be, a supervisor, but it's not my job. And when asked about the situation, I would assume that they would do all the things that I was doing right there. And then toward the middle of the day, after I resolved the issue, I had to step back and say, wait a minute. The word of God says, cast our burdens onto God and he will take care of Because I was all ye who are heavy burden, um, come to me and I will give you rest. I truly was like I was I was done I was done I was ready to go home I, I was just, I was just ready to tap out I was just like and then I stopped and I said you know what why Deneen why are you allowing this to affect you in such a way that you are outwardly emotionally stressed you are outwardly emotionally like just your emotions are I use the word stress because you know, I was frustrated. I was angry. I was sad. I was, there were so many, it's, I don't know if stress is the right word because there were so many emotions I was feeling. They were all over the place. And, and then they were translating in my communication with other people because they would come and I'm trying to figure out the situation and ask something. So what did I have control over? Absolutely nothing. I could only do or to participate in that which 
I had control. So I could only move in the space that I had control over. I could only tr- control that which I could maneuver in. And that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is things are not going to be perfect. You're going to wake up some days and the water pipe is going to be broken. You're going to wake up some days and the heater is going to be broken. You're going to wake up some days and the sink is going to be clogged. You're going to wake up some days and the car is not going to be working. You're going to wake up some days and the baby's sick. You're going to wake up some days and you're going to be sick. You're going to wake up some days and, you know, finances aren't right. Multiple of things are going to happen in your life. And I think we have to remember that all of those things, whether we were the cause or we allowed somebody else to influence us or whether they are just results of other things that had happened previous to this, God is still in control. God is still in control. And at the and it's so funny. So what you will hear me say, because I was about to say at the end of the day. So whenever I say something like at the end of the day, I will also say, and at the beginning of the day. So it doesn't matter by time. God is still in control. God still knows what you need and God still knows what it will take to get that what you need. So if you are patient, if you are obedient, and if you are focused enough to go to him first, with that petition, with that request, and not only that, but to rest in his peace, to not move ahead of him, to not jump ahead. And, you know, because we tend to set goals, we tend to set priorities, we tend, which is, I'm not saying it's not, it's not good to do that. But what I'm saying is sometimes our goals and our priorities get ahead of what God wants us to do right now. Did you ever think that you might have a goal or priority that God does want you to achieve, but right now he wants you to sit right where you are because right where you are, he needs you to learn something right where you are. He needs to talk to you right where you are. He needs you to be still because you're moving too fast. You're moving ahead. You're not focused. You're on your targeted goal, but you're not on his goal. You're on your targeted goal, but you've forgotten your purpose. You're on your targeted goal, but on the way to your targeted goal, you forgot that there was somebody else that came into your path that he wanted you to speak life into and to walk alongside, but you were so busy on that gold, you missed that opportunity. And now that person is out on the sidelines waiting for somebody else to come in and do what you were called or purpose to do, but you missed it. See, life is not all about us. Life is not all about what makes me happy and what makes me journey and what makes me fulfilled and what makes me achieve the next goal and the next thing. Think about it. Think about life. We're all about the fame and we're all about the fortune and we're all about the money. But what about the heart? It took me a while to understand because I always said, God, why am I so emotional? Why am I so compassionate? Why am I so sympathetic, empathetic? And God said, because it's the heart. And because God looks at the heart. And he goes, he, he has given me a heart like no other heart because he wants me to see the heart of those around me. He wants me to see the heart of the brokenness. He wants me to see the heart so that I can speak to your heart and I can speak to your pain that you don't want to address. So I can speak to that, which is really at the root of what is going on in your life so that you can acknowledge it 
Give it to God 100% and step into the purpose that he has called you to do. See, wellness is not just to feel good. Wellness is not just to band-aid a situation. Wellness is wholeness. And when you're whole in Christ, you can do all things through him. See, we want to quote scripture, but we don't want to do what it takes to make that scripture relevant or manifest itself in our life. We want to take pieces out of it, but we don't want to love our brothers and our sisters. It didn't say pick which brother and sister to love. It said, love ye one another. And he gives you an example, as I, not as you. See, if we're really honest about the word and we really seek the word for what it has in the truth and the heart of it, it's all love, all love. So in this season of craziness, chaos, fear, fear, and confusion, go to the one who has all the answers. Go to the one, truly seek for yourself. Because I'm sorry, <laughs> that's another podcast because I've seen some other people that I'm like, okay, you're representing the word of God and that's how you operate? That's why Christianity has got a bad rap, unfortunately. But that's another podcast. So in this day, I say this weekend, search your heart. Search your heart and see where you are and where God has you. And then step into that wellness and that wholeness that he would have for you. Don't give up. Don't give up. I don't care. It's not that I don't care. It's going to get hard. It will be hard. It will be confusing. It, But it'll be worth it if you're rooted and gr grounded and in the foundation of the word and the love of God. Real life, real talk.